and Lindsay Simpson. Each week, we catch up with Krista and Lindsay to hear what's happening now, what hilariousness happened then, and to ask, is it almost 30? Welcome to Almost 30, guys. Welcome to Almost 30, guys. We never start with the intro. I know. Hey. <laughs> We're going out of order today. We're so happy you're here. Thanks for subscribing, for rating, reviewing. Thanks for joining our Facebook group. It's popping off. And our secret Facebook group. Yeah. In our secret one. So we have a page and then we have a group. Mm-hmm. So search secret almost 30 podcast. Oh my God. Group. My best friend texts me and goes, hey, your mom asked me if you'd approve her to join. My mom, oh my God. My mom didn't ask it. me. Your mom's in it? Oh yeah. She commented on, she goes, I think Marina's going to be good for you about the fucking IUD. Shut For up. the birth control. She said Marina instead of Marina? Marina, whatever. She said via text, she's like, oh my God, it's going to be, she's like, I think that's the best option. My mom asked my friend <laughs> to join instead of asking me. Was like, and then my friend's like, girl, I had to like let her join. I was like, yeah, sure. Oh my God. But she, my mom like probably saw the word secret and was like, oh my God, she's not letting me in on the secret. <laughs> you know, like, oh my God, there's a secret. I'm not involved. I'm like, oh God. Um, we're so excited today. We have my girl, Danica Miller. Hello. On. Danica is my friend. She's my girl. She also has helped 100 Blog come from a place before to a place now. <laughs> literally. <laughs> literally. Her when photography I, is When I first started, stunning. when I first emailed Danica, I was like, hey girl, can you be my photographer? She's like, I saw my Instagram. I was like, huh. <laughs> what did she think about you my Instagram, need Danica? Help. <laughs> I literally, I remember. What did you think about it? I was with um, my parents or my whole family when I was reading that email. And I was like, the girl has potential. I'm like, hmm, she's got potential. (laughs) There's very saturated photos. I'd use like 100 filters. Like it couldn't even like see things. Yeah. And the whole like bordered thing, I was like, these are good photos, but it's like, it's almost there. Mm -hmm. You know? Wait, borders on your photos? Yeah. Like, well, like the white ones. Oh, oh, like, it wasn't oh, like consistent oh. images. Yes. Yes. Like, I would do um, Insta size. Yep. Yeah. And so yep, I would yep, Insta size yep. it, but I would do vertical and horizontal. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So it was like, it just looks wacky. We've all been there. We all did Insta size for a while. And now totally. it's like, don't, you don't do that. Well, now uh, it automatically sizes it. Yeah. I would do the blur on everything. Oh. You know what I mean? I'd be like, I'd take a picture of a juice and blur everything else out besides... Oh, do the radial blur. The night, the name of the juice. Yes, I know exactly what you're what I mean. so artsy. Sometimes <laughs> there's loser. like... I had these pictures where I showed my friends. I was like, we look like we're on fire because we have so many filters on. I'm like, literally, we look Skin like... on fire. It's like a night vision. <laughs> what is this photo? Who are those like shapes? Um... So she's the best. So she's hilarious. She has her own photography business, Eastland Hale. Yeah. And her family's the best. I talked about them on the podcast before. Oh, yeah. 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 So she's just like a creative, amazing person for us today. Yeah, we wanted to bring in another female. Yeah. kind of feeling like... I'm feeling like Steve is like taking this show. (laughs) It's like a little too (laughs) Steve-focused. People are writing, <laughs> writing in more about Steve than yeah. us. So we're trying to write it back. We had people write in about, remember Zach, the episode with Zach, our, yeah. my guy friend? People wrote in and they're like, Let, hook me up with Zach. Oh, I yeah, love we Zach. still have that coming in, I know. Well, he's mm-hmm. going to be on in a couple weeks. Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah. It was going to be amazing. 
Yeah, we just feel like we were just talking about being inspired here in LA. Yeah. And how we're kind of lacking a little inspiration yeah. at this moment. But I think like surrounding ourselves, you know, with mm-hmm. with people who are doing what they love mm-hmm. and like unapologetically is something that inspires me. I think that's what you're doing. That's what you're doing, you know. But again, what, what were we talking about? Like just about LA in general, mm. like why it feels. I was saying to Danica a second ago that I feel like LA isn't as inspiring to me. Mm. I like hate even saying that out loud. But you know what it is, actually. Do you know what it is? It's LA is, that's not even true. The routine that I'm currently in mm. is not putting me in a situation for me to be inspired by living in Los mm-hmm. Angeles. Mm-hmm. Totally. Hundred percent. It's like I'm not. You make opportunities to be inspired. You seek out inspiration. You look for it, and it will find you. And I'm not doing anything to make me be in a position where I'm going to be inspired. I think there's also this like point of like living in LA where you ex like you're expected to do the same things and go to the same places, and mm. that's limiting. Mm-hmm. You know, to like for me, I don't know. I mean, I'm. I don't have the opportunity to go out and, like, try new things just based off of my schedule. Totally. And um, I don't know. There's a lot of things, like, within the Instagram world, for instance, like social media, where it's like, if you're in L.A., you have to go do this, this, and this. And it's like, really, you're just—we've all turned into, like, social media whores, and we're not actually doing something that's, like, inspiring or, like, what L.A. really is about. And it's like this— I don't even know what L.A. is anymore because it's— I, I, I don't see it anymore. I know. You know? You you were from here, so you know yeah. more of it, and you saw it from the beginning. I don't really know. But even, like, growing up in Orange County, it was, like, beautiful place to grow up, great so. place to, have, like, have a family and, and be a teenager and Literally stuff. Literally on Earth. Yeah, and, like, L.A. was always my goal, and now I'm up here, and I'm like, ah, mm-hmm. there's something more, but I don't know where. Totally. Mm. You know? What do you mean about the social media Instagram thing? Like, say more about that. Well, I just feel like just the power of social media, mm-hmm. like like different restaurants or yeah. like coffee places. And it's like this thing where it's like, I got to go there because that's what's trending or that's what's hot. And it's like that, I don't know, it just gets old because there is nothing new being created out of that. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't get inspired by going to take a photo of the recent juice place. You know, I'd rather be inspired by like the coolest... 100%. Like, like view or something, mm-hmm. you know, and even still that like there's so many people who it's more calculated. <clears throat> yeah. I don't know. I mean, I don't know if this is making any sense. It completely but. does. Because mm-hmm. it's like I don't I, I, going to Alfred T and holding my tea against the pink wall. <laughs> I was just thinking is about that. Isn't inspiring to me. Yeah. It's like cool because you're like, wow, I just did what everyone did. And it's a mm-hmm. beautiful You're just photo. feeding the Instagram like yeah. your yeah. Instagram like quota universe. Yes. That's like. Well, and definitely like working, do it. working at a social media agency, mm-hmm. it's like I have to create things all of the time mm-hmm. that I know are going to be fitting for the client mm-hmm. and also for the audience. Mm-hmm. And it's like that gets old all of the time. I'm not actually creating things. I'm totally. just copying them. Totally. And that's why I'm that's, not inspired. I too. Yeah. I'm like, what's 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 copying and what is like being different? Like I think in this it's so blurred like. Do you be successful by copying the big people or like, I don't know, how do you differentiate yourself mm-hmm. and still creating a new space? Yeah, it's Get attention hard. and still like. Yeah, dude. Like what's an idea or what is it? Or like is an idea really fresh or mm-hmm. is it just refurbished? 100%. I'm, like I have no idea anymore. Yeah, 100%. 
And I think, like, within our routines, Mm -hmm. we don't have that opportunity to just kind of, like, open up and free up and Mm -hmm. be like, all right, like you you had mentioned, like, being unapologetic about Mm -hmm. what you're doing. Mm -hmm. We don't have that time or that space in order to just, like, make shit and then be like, that kind of worked or that didn't. Mm -hmm. It's like, you don't have time. It's like, you have to make... So true. Everything on a timely basis. Mm -hmm. You're saying we don't have time because we, like, have a timeline? Or is it, like, our jobs? Yeah, yeah. Like, jobs, for instance. But I don't know. Sometimes I feel like we just, like, we make a timeline where we're like, well, Mm -hmm. we don't have time to, like, I don't have time to, like, make a bunch of shit and, like, maybe it fails. And, like, I don't have time for that. Like, I need Mm -hmm. to know that it's going to succeed. Like, Mm -hmm. we become obsessed with, like, that certainty. goal. Or, yeah, like, the, the success on it and not just, like, making something to for it to be. Yeah. yeah. I totally agree. I mean, I when I started my blog, it was three years ago. And the reason why I started it was, like, for a therapy for myself mm-hmm. through mm-hmm. breakup at that time. And it was, like, very much, um, like, poetry that mm-hmm. came out of it. And this was, like, my way of expressing myself. Mm-hmm. And then all of a sudden I, like, got people from all over the world to, like, follow Mm it. And I just kept writing and writing and posting and Mm -hmm. putting it out in the interwebs, and it was great. Um, But then at one point I was like, oh, my God, I have to, like, actually make stuff for people to read. It no longer was, like, a source of therapy or, like, this beautiful self-expression. It turned into I have to make content for people I don't even know. Mm -hmm. So interesting. You know? And so Mm -hmm. I stopped. You know, I haven't posted anything in a year, mm-hmm. over a year. Um, it's it's strange. But then again, I wasn't getting paid for it. Like, mm-hmm. Krista, with your blog, mm-hmm. like, that's this is something that you're super passionate about. Mm-hmm. And you have the opportunity to get some cash. Mm-hmm. And it's like, I don't—I applaud you for doing that because I would get so cuckoo in my head. Like I am getting cuckoo in my head. Just because it's like, how do I—I I feel like I'm losing myself a little bit. Like, mm-hmm. how do I stay aligned to what I believe and also support myself financially with it and, like, stay creative? Because it's like, I love fashion and I love clothes, but I also feel like there needs to be an end to the press for so much consumerism Mm -hmm. we can't always tell people to buy 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 and shop 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 and Mm -hmm. sale 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 and it's not healthy for anyone and it's not good it's not good yeah so it's like I walk a fine line of that and then it's like first of all anything that I write about or I've used and I love and I'm not ever gonna stick I'm not ever gonna go against that but it's like how do I write about things that are more like I'm emotionally excited about but still monetize it mm-hmm. you know and I'm not always mm. worried about the money but you want to be able to do this yeah, full-time because it is your passion bigger scale yeah so yeah of course you want to make money but I think that's what's going to set you apart when you mm-hmm. make that leap and start maybe at first it won't you know be financially mm-hmm. rewarding but like you need to like do a book it's like you need bloggers yeah. like need to do books or you need to do ebooks or you need to do courses like first of all affiliate links are bullshit mm-hmm they literally don't make people much money at all unless you're, like, big time. And I think that there's, like, I think that there's just so much effort pushed on bloggers for affiliate linking. And I feel like you could just find such other better mm. ways to be making money than that. Whatever. This isn't about blogging. It's about creativity and feeling inspired. Mm-hmm. Um, and I love the article that you sent me about that today. Yeah. That was so freaking timely. What's the article? So what was that? You found— I was—it was just, like, a— I've subscribed to some uh, newsletter. I forgot. 
I don't know what it was either, but it had ways to basically be creative. So the best of creative hacks from like the head of Blind Barber, Cafe Gratitude, Parachute Home, and they talked about how they stay oh, I love that. creative. That's super rad. Um, there was one that was take a hot shower. Mm-hmm. It's like um, there's a science to it. So warm showers release dopamine. It helps regulate a movement and emotional responses. Um, so if you focus on the idea problem rather than the underlying pain, then you also let your muscles and joints relax because of the warm water in the shower, Mm. um, which is a good one. Step away from it, I think is a really good one. So it always works. Love that. It always works. It always, why do, why do you, I used to like sit and stick with like, I was an English major, like writing papers Mm. and just like Mm -hmm. killing myself over the fact that I was not producing totally. like what I wanted to produce. And you walk away from it, whether it's for a day or like two hours, mm-hmm. and you come back like a different human being. Mm-hmm. Yeah, allowing yourself that time. I love that. I'm glad okay. that's the the thought process we have now. So when you were writing those papers, mm. um, did you just like, when you walked away and came back, did you come back with confidence over reading them? Or were you just like, I don't even want to look at these right mm. now? Yeah. I mean, usually it was that because it was like required. Yeah. Totally. When I'm doing my own writing, mm-hmm. like mm-hmm. I'm, I easily step away and like basically go into like a, not a meditative space, but like just allow myself like the, the time and space to breathe and be like, okay, like it's inside of me. Yeah. Like I don't know it's there. Yeah. It's somewhere. Mm-hmm. What do I have to do to like allow it to kind of like bubble up? Do I call on it? Do I, you know. Yeah. Have a conversation with someone to inspire get drunk. something. Yeah. Get, get oh, wasted. Dude, totally. High as fuck. Yeah. Sometimes. Mm-hmm. So when I had to write, I had to just produce extreme amounts of like scripts mm. when I was in school. Mm. Um, and it was like, <gasps> I had to like do like 50 pages of screenplays one night. And I was like, Damn. I got nothing. Oh like I have everything, but like stepping away, coming back. It, there was no confidence. There was this is shit. This is mm. shit. I this is awful. But then like just handing it in and being and then like getting the feedback and it's like oh wait actually I am funny mm-hmm. or like right they say it's good it's when you're with it so much you're like oh you read it more yeah. and more you're like you god and I think that's what's so interesting that that is the creative process like it is painstaking mm-hmm. like it is awfully mm-hmm. terrible at times mm-hmm. and. It like letting that go and coming back is like so important. There was this part of it where it was like, um, my hack is simply to step away from it. It helps me to stimulate different senses. I love to cook. I garden. I bought a turntable so I wouldn't have to rely on my computer for music. By shifting my focus and engaging in different types of creativity, I find that my instincts are sharpened. Mm. Trust your intuition when it's right and move on to the next one. I love that one. That is like, that's, I think that's, that's what I'm so needing rad. right now is mm-hmm. kind of, I need to find something that's completely outside of my normal routine of what I'm doing because I'm so like heads down and working out work, blog, podcast, you know, friends, whatever. It's like I need to find something that's completely like left field. I like I need totally. to like start quilting or I need mm-hmm. to start like fishing. How cool would that be if you start like painting or something? Mm-hmm. Like and you find just, that you're fucking amazing. Yeah, <laughs> just like <laughs> don't even like don't even do mm-hmm. research on how to do it because mm-hmm. painting is so like – Therapeutic. It, yeah. And, like, you don't mm-hmm. have to show anyone. 
have to be topless though, right? Totally. Yes. I mean, you could you could yeah. just do like full on body paint, mm-hmm. just like <laughs> print your ass. Yeah, I'll just like put a paint blob and just put my ass on, my the, phone. on the thing. Yeah, exactly. Just like, like roll I'm around done. in paint. Yeah, just roll around in paint. <laughs> just I'm then. actually a little pig, <laughs> little pig in the dirt. Oh um, <laughs> okay, this was another one for creativity. Um, kick the routine. I struggle to be creative. This is in my experience. I struggle to be creative when I'm stuck in a routine. I think stagnant energy creates stagnant thoughts. The easiest way for me to resolve this is to do some form of exercise. Mm -hmm. Attend or attending a social function I would normally not attend or by meeting new people. 100 zillion percent. Mm. Moving. It just like move, literally moves blocks in your body, in your mind. Yeah. Without a doubt. A billion. I have to go on walks throughout my day. Mm-hmm. Like, I'll so take, good. and like, all of a sudden, I'll just be like, up and I'll go. Mm-hmm. If I realize I'm not focused in something, yep. I'm just like, see a piece. And I'm sure everyone hates it, but it's like, if you want me to like. Literally suck my dick. I'm going <laughs> to go on 100 walks a day. <laughs> I almost got yep. kidnapped, too. Really? Yeah. No, like legit, almost got kidnapped. What happened? Sorry. Uh, yeah. Um, excuse me. This is inspiring. Yeah. <laughs> well, yeah. I mean, we're gonna. You live to tell the tale. Have you me. seen Taken? <laughs> yeah, I have. Uh, and it was like very similar. Not very similar, but um, I was like turning the corner of my very routine walk. It, that's sad. You Where know, are you like, downtown LA? Yeah, like even you have to, even routine, my walks are totally. routine. Um, yeah, downtown Damn. LA. Like busy street, arts district. Like you know. And um, this guy was sitting on the corner, and I thought he was either homeless or, like, a tagger. I'm not sure. And he pulled something out of his backpack Mm. and threw it in the middle of the street. And I was like, why is he throwing, like, a cigarette lighter in the street? And then I realized as I was turning, luckily I wasn't, like, texting or anything. Like, I was paying attention. So I was already on, like, high alert. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And I turned the corner, and all of a sudden I see this white van, like, very stereotypical white van come, like, racing around the corner speeding towards me and I was like holy mother of fucking god that was a signal like this guy wasn't this guy wasn't just throwing a cigarette lighter in the street that was a signal for someone to come around the corner and so it comes swerving up to me the door opens up and there's like three people in there and I'm like oh hell no and I turn around because I'm looking at the guy well to see if the guy was there I thought for sure he'd have a gun or something to lure me in and he went running the other way. So I was like, peace out, fuckers. Like, sprinted the other way and ran into this warehouse that was there. And they were setting up for something. I don't know. There were people in there. And Holy I was like. shit. And I did not. The first thing that came to mind was don't look like you're about to get kidnapped. Like, 100%. like I literally was like. What were the people in the van doing? They stayed there. Yeah, it was. I couldn't see their faces. I didn't know what was going on. But. Um, yeah, they, like, stopped the van, and they waited for me. And I didn't even think to, like, call the cops or anything. I was just trying to keep my shit together. Right. Eventually, they drove off, and I ran back to my office, and someone was like, how's your walk? I was like, I almost got kidnapped. That's crazy. Holy shit. Yeah, so, like, sometimes walks aren't the best. <laughs> oh, my God. But did you feel creative after? I felt, yeah, dude, I ran fast. She's like, shit. I shit my pants and I created a piece of art with the shit. Yeah. No, that Fuck. is. Fuck. So, yeah, I guess that wasn't like the best story about Whoa, creativity. That was crazy. But, like, that definitely Another put a fire Another public on our- service announcement on almost 30. 
Yeah. Be fucking careful when a bum throws a cigarette lighter in the goddamn. They knew what they were doing, dude. They which is knew really what they scary. Were doing. Skid Row ish. Ish. Yeah. Damn. Sort of. Yeah. Not. Not cool. Anyways, keep your I head on a swivel. Think. Yeah. Keep your head on a swivel. But I definitely think that. Um, also, to this point, when they talked about attending a social function, I would normally not attend. Meeting new people, that is, like, everything. If oh, I go to yeah. something where I meet someone that's different than me, that's all I need to, like, be full. Mm-hmm. Like, I just want to talk to people that aren't like me all day. People that oh don't have interests the same as me. Like, I just love that. Yep. That is, like, so volunteering or, mm-hmm. like, see what your friends are doing one night that maybe you haven't seen in a while. Or there's ways to, like, find those things. Or even people you work with that are, like, a lot older than you or mm-hmm. a lot younger than mm-hmm. you. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. That's why I like babysitting because yeah. they're, like, lives that are literally so different than me. So true. It's I like th- we're literally not doing anything that's the same. I think human connection is so important mm-hmm. for inspiration. So true. You know, mm. just as so simple true. as connecting. So true. Like a real yeah. connection. Yeah. That is true. I think that's what fills me up a lot of times. Mm-hmm. It's when I feel like I'm having a genuine conversation with someone. Mm -hmm. Um, Let me look at my phone again. Mm -mm. (laughs) Um, Okay. Step away from it. Kick the routine. And then... mm -mm. Mm, That was it. Shower. Kick the routine. Step away from it. Those are good ones, though. Those are great. Yeah. Something everyone can do. Yeah, Yeah, exactly. I love that. I love that. Thanks for the article, Danica. Yeah, You're Danica, welcome. that killed. That killed it. My pleasure. Everyone's dead. <laughs> Everyone's dead. Sorry. Well, Come back. so fucking corny. I know. Bye. Wait, I want to talk about that <laughs> other article. The women. Yeah. Don't support other women. Yeah. That was some shit, man. Dude, that was some shit. So I'm not really a Chelsea Handler fan. I, I am. I love her. Why not? I just, I mean, I saw her. She's great. She's but too much. There's something about her where I'm like, you're just like not a positive person. Mm. Like I just get, I just get a little bit of like negative vibes. Mm-hmm. And when I want to laugh, I want to laugh really hard and mm. I just don't get that. But that article, she did her fucking homework. Mm. Literally did yeah, her homework. She did her homework. <laughs> Shit. I'm trying to find it. I want to talk about it. Um, so I have a lot of respect for her. Yeah, I think ugh, so much to say mm-hmm. on the topic of women supporting women because mm-hmm. I think it starts really young where we don't. Oh, because my God. it's like mm-hmm. it's like so, in middle. Yeah, the article is about women don't support other women. Just in like middle school, high school, when you're trying to get the boys, mm-hmm. you fucking shit on other women. Mm-hmm. Yep. You know. Yep. You like, and like her? Wait, you mm-hmm. like her? Even with that crooked smile? Mm-hmm. You like, it's, oh, that's cute. Okay, oh, you like her with the crooked smile? It's so disturbing. It's so disturbing. It's like... And that's where it's learned. Like, I went to an all-girls school and, like, had sure. such a bad experience. But I think I also learned through that experience because I was on, like, one side of it where, like... I did learn that you need to lift each like lift each other up mm-hmm. and like watch people become first of all who they're meant to be just in life but also like so they're able to be the best for you too. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? If you like shit on them, mm-hmm. they're not going to be like the best version of themselves for you. Yep. 
You know? Yep. I don't know. It's totally learned from the beginning. Yep. Oh my okay. God. Here's the so the Chelsea Handler article, we'll link it on our um on our show notes, but it talks about the women that voted for Trump and the reason sort of why Trump won over Hillary. And one of the um some of the interesting facts that she wrote were four weeks ago, 135 million Americans cast their presidential ballot ballots and the final vote was 65 million or 48% for Hillary Clinton, 62 million or 46% for Donald Trump, 7 million or 5.6% for Gary Johnson, Easter Bunny, et cetera. 94% of black women voted for Hillary Clinton. And this is Chelsea Handler's words. Because unlike white women, black women don't take their rights, liberties, or justice for granted. They honor how hard people fought for them, and they are fully committed to honoring the very people who risked and in many cases lost their lives fighting for ability to count. They understand how fragile our democracy is, and they show up again and again because they know how firsthand how fragile democracy and civilization are. And oddly, in the United States of Russia, the popular votes aren't worth the ballots. They are cast on thanks to America's infamous electoral college. Da-da-da-da. Da-da-da. So here it is. One of the saddest things about November 8th, aside from the very presence of Donald Trump on the ballot, as a major party American presidential candidate were the women of America who somehow managed to vote for Donald Trump. Specifically, the 53% of all white female voters who chose Mr. Trump. We don't have a problem with men supporting women in this country. We have a problem with women supporting women. I completely agree. I completely agree. And I feel like the standards for her were so high. It's like she has to be strong and she has to be, like, well-spoken and she has to be all of these things and she has to be warm and fuzzy and she has to be like everyone's like like some people are like oh she's like soulless it's like dude she can't really be that emotional because then people will think she's weak and what is she supposed to do be emotional when he's literally calling her like disgusting and Mm -hmm. like wrong names during these debates like what is she gonna do she has to respond in the way she's responding and she responded with class and grace Mm -hmm. In like times of like trials and tribulations, and well, it's, why wasn't it enough? You know what right. I mean. Like, how else was she supposed to respond? Yep. And what were we expect? What were the fifty three percent of women voters like? There's something more. Like, I don't. Is it like the security of? Is it how they feel about themselves? Is it that deep? Or it's like I they, feel like inherently women just don't believe that they could do as good of a job. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. I feel like that's what it is. I feel like it's always been men, and I feel like there is, like, an undercurrent belief that women would never do as good of a job or that the standards are just higher. The standards are so fucking high for a woman. You have to be smart, and you have to be, like, nice, and you have to be warm, and you have to be compassionate, and you have to be a good listener, and you have to fucking be pretty. You have to be every single thing under the fucking sun and then some and Donald Trump is just a dude and he's absolutely fucking retarded and he's voted in the presidency and she is like a great politician yeah I know she could be like a little seen too much as a politician but um she's running for presidency yeah, I was like it's um, a political office whatever it's like <laughs> you know what I mean it's like this we are just so hard on ourselves therefore we are hard on other women and we are not as hard on dudes it's like we let dudes slide for too much stuff. Mm-hmm. We're like, oh, that's just guys, guys, it's just guys. I'm so He's done. Just being a guy. Yeah, I'm so done with this. Boys will be boys. Bullshit. Oh my god, mm. boys will be boys. Oh my god, real quick, a story <laughs> like, about boys will be boys. Please go for it. In college, oh my god, my friend Kristen is gonna lose her mind. So in college, there was this girl, and she had a boyfriend, and he was probably cheating on her 
four times a day if he could. <laughs> literally a hundred times a day. And he would, but he would tell her. He would literally be like, so yeah, I double teamed no. both professors last night. And she would be like, oh my God. And then like, she was talking to this one other. They meet me in the mess hall for like yeah. a burrito in the morning. Though. Yeah, it's like, it's, she's like, it's okay, it's fine, whatever. She was telling this other girl about him cheating for the 80th time. This girl was from the South. <clears throat> she's from Atlanta. She's like, well, you know, boys will be boys. Oh, and I literally I just threw up in my mouth. Lost my mind. I was like, yeah, totally, boys will be boys. <laughs> <laughs> that is so damn true. So now I was, I was like, boys will be boys. Such a cop out. Yeah. So, they're not being held to higher standards, so they're not striving to- towards them. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. What do you think, Steve? Do you guys think you guys are held to higher standards? I forgot there was a dude in the room. I know. <laughs> we were getting on our shit. Do you think the guy, women are held to higher standards or guys? Uh, I think women are. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> I don't agree with it. He sees like three raging women we looking at him. We actually have knives in our hands. Yeah. <laughs> What do you want me to say again? Uh, Yeah. Read the script on the screen, Steve. (laughs) Just read the fucking script. (laughs) But you have a sister, yeah? I have two sisters. Two sisters and a mom. And a mom. Do you feel that way? Or you just haven't thought about it? I don't know. There definitely is a double standard. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Uh, I think it's probably getting a little more even as time goes on. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. I just feel like this election was a big old fucking fat setback. I didn't know fifty three percent of white women voted for. Donald Can you even? Trump. That, that blows. I heard something like some crazy amount of white men voted for Donald Trump, which is duh. I guess not that big. Duh. Of they're like that's my brother. But, uh, like, oh god. I don't know. Sober. It's like, what is? I guess like to think about it. Like, what is, what is supporting women? What does that look like? That is a very good question. Do you know what I mean? What does supporting other women look like? Because I feel like the solution or the route that many people take to supporting other women is telling them that they like their shirt. And Mm -hmm. I don't know if that's it. I'd like to think it's not. (laughs) 100%. Do you know? And I do it. That's what people are like. I support women. It's almost like a gateway. jacket. It's like a gate, like, yeah, maybe like I want to, no, but like I want to go deeper. Mm-hmm. It's like you try to feel out girls. Why are we trying to feel each other out? Like we are, mm-hmm. it's almost like I'm apolo- apologizing when mm-hmm. I talk to another girl. Like, mm-hmm. hey, I just want you to know, like, I'm cool mm-hmm. and I'm not going to judge you mm-hmm. and I'm here for you. Totally. I don't say that, but it's like maybe in the way that I'm like, I, I love your hair mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. is me just saying like, I'm cool, like connect mm-hmm. with me. Mm-hmm. Why? Why? Mm. You know? It is a good open. I guess guys use, like, sports. It's not a good open. I want it to be just more, like, authentic. Yeah. But she says in the article, ladies, we can do better than this. We can eliminate the competitiveness Mm. that has been imposed upon us because we are treated as a minority and have been taught to tackle rather than climb. Mm -hmm. Yeah. You know? I agree. We've been taught to, like, do better than the girl next to Mm -hmm. us. And I do. I think um, every time that I'm in this mind sp- this mindset of competing, mm. it's so destructive mm. because it's this like opportunity to just constantly compare yourself with other women and men, and it's like a very like shitty place to be in. And it's instead exhausting. of competing, like coming together and. And complimenting, but not even complimenting. Mm. Like, well, I don't even know if there's a word I know what you to mean. describe 
like support. women support but yeah. even still it's, it's like, just like standing together yeah mm-hmm. you know like just like a I don't even think you need to say anything it's yeah. just like the way you live yeah you know and I think one thing definitely being in LA I am I surround myself with people who are not competitors the only people that they compete with are themselves and that's what makes them so great but um, constantly, like, collaborating and bringing ideas and being, like, there is enough room for everyone. I think that's what makes people so strong. Mm-hmm. And the women who are so secure about themselves and who do support each other, those are those women, you know, who do say, come join me. Or, like, let's do this or let's do that without any freaking standards. You always know, like, like the drunk girl in in like the bathroom. Like if everyone were mm-hmm. actually behaved the way they did being drunk in a bathroom, mm-hmm. things would be great. So true. <laughs> I feel I so love good, you. girl. I love that drop. Yeah. <laughs> Wait, where is that? Do from? Oh my god, you are an angel. Oh my god. You're yeah. gorgeous. You know what I was thinking is interesting is like since I've been <clears throat> with Justin, like my person in like a serious committed relationship for the past four years. I feel like I don't, I feel way less competitive with girls. Hmm. Like I go, like I go places and I don't give a shit. Mm, I don't give a shit when any girl looks like, like whatever, whatever, whatever. And I feel like it's probably because I don't feel like I'm competing with anyone, Mm -hmm. which is maybe a good thing, maybe a bad thing. Like I should probably keep a little bit of fire underneath my (laughs) butt. But like, I feel like maybe there is a little competitiveness too when like you're dating or like when you're looking for someone or something like that because it's like, well, there's a lot of people out there and what makes me different or, you know what I mean? Yeah. I think it's just who you surround yourself with. Yeah. I mean, I think like, you know, especially in our early 20s when we're in college, we're kind of forced to hang out with Mm -hmm. a certain group of girls. Yeah, totally. Mm -hmm. Right, who live in our hall. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Or who are similar to us Mm -hmm. in the most basic of Mm -hmm. ways. But I think, like, as we get older, it's, like, our responsibility to ourselves to seek out women who are different, Mm -hmm. who are doing different things, believe different things. And I think it'll just, like, challenge us in a good way. Yeah. My grandmother always says to me, she's like, show me who your friends are and I'll show you who you are. Mm, And every time Mm. she said that when I was surrounding myself with just shitty people. Yep. Just the worst. Yep. I was always competing. Yeah. It was always a competition for yep. some false belief. Yep. And uh, when you surround yourself with the good people, it's like, I see myself in you. Totally. Yeah. You know? And mm-hmm. that's where and it's it at. it gives you, like, the freedom to be yourself because there's not someone else in your space. Totally. You know? My mom has always been really competitive with me, and it's always made hmm. me, like, uh, like, a... That's interesting. I just am, like, I feel it. Like, if I feel anyone is being any sort competitive with me, I am fucking out. Mm. I am so fucking out. Like, there Mm. is just something. I I sniff it out, and I cannot deal with it. Like, that is, like, my thing. Like, I just don't like it. But you know what's interesting when you were talking to was, like, with I feel like with guys and girls and you talking about supporting, a lot of times it seems like someone that's supportive is kind of in their own fucking lane. Like, they're doing their own thing. And they're not worried about what anyone else is mm. doing, so they're not comparing or they're not being competitive or they're not bringing mm. anyone down because they're so worried about their own shit. And dudes are probably less competitive or su- they're probably supporting more other dudes because they're not sitting around comparing themselves to other dudes as much as we do, I think. Mm-hmm. 
you know? I'm taking that in. Mm. Did that make sense? Yes. Okay. I was hoping. Yes. Because I feel like they don't listen to guys. They just don't. Like, it's not in their brain to, like, compare themselves to. An, it is, like, a little bit. I would say. Like, I do hear my guy friends kind of compare and stuff like that. But they don't take it as, like, deeply as we do. So true. You know, we just take it. Well, we become emotional, and mm-hmm. which is not bad. Yeah, no. But it's, like, the way in which we process it, it goes through, like, a different fucking mm-hmm. passageway in yeah. our fucking brains. Mm-hmm. You know? Yeah, I don't know. We're just, like, wired differently. I don't even mm-hmm. think we can compare ourselves to guys either. Yeah, that's true. But sometimes they're a part of the problem. That's true. You it's, know? Yeah. I mean, it's interesting. I I if studied I studied women and gender studies in college. Cool. And so it's funny because, like, it's so easy to say guys are from Mars and women are from Venus. And, mm-hmm. like, that's that. We have differences because— we're biologically wired that way. Mm-hmm. And it's like a lot of it is all of it actually is mm-hmm. totally based off of like being raised a certain way. Yeah. Gender stereotypes. Mm. Yeah. It's all like copped outs And too. debunking those ideas. Yeah. And that's why it's like it was really beautiful reading Chelsea Handler's article because it was like, yeah, you're right. You're fucking right, girl. Mm-hmm. Because if you think if you think of it differently – there should be no reason why we're not supporting each other. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. There should absolutely be <clears throat> zero reason. Mm-hmm. But because we allow ourselves to be in these spaces of competition for for what? For a guy? Oh, my God. I know. You're fucking better than that. Yep. You're totally better than that. And it's so sad that there are women out there who think that the only thing that they have to get in their life is a man and that competing within life is just based off of that. Yeah. It's like, yo, there's a world out there, like, and uh, you can connect with other people. Mm-hmm. You can do that. It's sad. It's crazy. Yeah. Totally. I don't know if this had anything to do with the article, but— No, I definitely think it did. I was just it thinking did. about the—our, like, love her, our dear listener, Allie. <sighs> Who wrote about the Trump thing? She made a good point. She's a supporter of Trump, love her, and she said it'd be great to have like a panel discussion so we could have like another opinion because we're obviously very set in our ways, or I'm very set in my mm-hmm. ways. So it would be nice to like maybe have someone or maybe hear from someone that would. I know I have a lot of my family are Trump supporters. Who? My family. <laughs> <laughs> Dad and mom are Trump supporters. Yeah, and it's like. It's hard because there's lots of reasons why people are political, and I get mm-hmm. that, and I understand that. And in a perfect world, I wish I could be like, yeah, this, 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 and this. Mm-hmm. And um, it's hard because, like, I don't know. I really, I hate, I fucking hate Donald Trump. Mm-hmm. Like, I hate him. Same. I hate, hate, mm-hmm. hate him. Me too. But I hope to God that motherfucker will just do his job. I bet you he quits after two years. Like, I just show up. You signed up for this. the gig will be up. He got—all he wanted to do was win and show that he could win and make a mockery of our American political system. And he's done all three of those things, and I think he's going to quit after two years. Like, the the democracy of the United States is not a reality show, Donald Trump. Mm, exactly. This ain't no joke. Yep. Yep. And I hope something good happens out of this. I really do. Did you hear about the Vanity Fair thing? 
Vanity Fair wrote a review of the restaurant that he owns and like a, a poor review of it because they didn't like the meal that they had there. And he tweeted at Vanity Fair like talking shit. What? And Van- <laughs> obviously, shut up. Obviously, you guys. And Vanity Fair subscriptions like went up like forty times in like a day. Wow. Like people are now buying each buying like other people Vanity Fair subscriptions because they're like now supporting it. Someone needs to, to take his, this man's Twitter from him. Just like, who is advising him? No one. Stop. He's, like, going rogue on the streets. <laughs> and what's going on with Kanye? Oh, God. Dude, I actually tweeted a fucking good-ass tweet. Um, Kanye <laughs> tweeted that he saw, um, or I retweeted it. Um, uh, that he met with Donald Trump to talk about multicultural issues, multiracial issues. And where is this? It's like I have positive tweets and I have like business tweets and then I have like mean political ones. <laughs> Kanye West tweeted, I feel it is important to have a direct line of communication with our future president if we truly want change. And um, this guy, Michael Ansonneau, who's an actor and political activist, wrote, you didn't even fucking vote, which is the fucking truth. Shut Man. up. Hell I yeah. didn't know that. He didn't fucking vote, dude. He said, Kanye said, he's like, I didn't vote, but if I did, I'd vote, I'd vote for Trump. I just, when I saw that he had met Donald, D-Man, I was like— Donald has time to meet with Kanye? I was like— Seems makes sense. Home dog, you were just in the hospital. Like, I don't think any decision to meet anyone two weeks after, like, a mental breakdown is the best idea. I know I wouldn't be in that Go hang out with your daughter. Yeah. Go go heal, actually. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Go heal. Donald should have refused to meet with him. Oh, my God, no. They're like— you know? It's crazy psychopaths. Yeah, they love each other. He's like, we've been good friends for years. <laughs> yes. Uh, I'm like, you have? Yeah. Like, and yeah. Kanye, he and Kanye were taking pictures, like the paparazzi were taking all these pictures. They were like, you know, posing or whatever. And the What's press happening? was asking Kanye questions and he was just fucking stone faced, just staring. And then all of a sudden he's like, I just wanted to take a picture. Oh my God. He didn't reply. No. I Kanye is like one of my favorite. I think he's one of the greatest artists of our time, but I'm over it. I'm officially over it. I was like, so, I mean, My Beautiful Dark Twisted Fantasy is one of the greatest albums of all time. 100%. I'm just really over it. I'm really. It seems like a fucking joke now. It's just you're making a mockery of us, and I hate the, like, you're going to have an uh, opinion about America and our race relations, but you don't stick up for black people when it come push comes to fucking shove and you're going to fucking hang out with Trump and like say that you're pushing forward multicultural issues, which is not true. Do you know what I mean? Mm -hmm, Like, mm -hmm. like now it's down to the line when like, I don't know. He's not talking about anything. It's all fucking PR stunt. I'm sorry, but like totally done. Anyway, too much credit. Anyways. Too much credit for that one. Yeah, I don't know. When I saw those photos, I was like, home dog definitely had a big Xanax smoothie. Like, he was standing next to Trump, and he was just stoned to the bone. Right? Yeah, like, it was, was just, a weird look. He I was, wonder what's going to happen to him. I don't know. You know? What's up with Kim? How is she reacting? I don't know. She's, like, still keeping it low. Low, yeah. I feel bad. Fuck. What a year. I know, really. What a year. Kim hasn't posted a selfie and. Since October. I'm not the same. I'm not the same. I just keep looking at my book every night. My selfie book. Fuck. Like, 
<laughs> I'm looking at her like wet tits. <laughs> I legit flipped through that book through a, at like a Barnes and Noble. I was like, I gotta see what this is 100%. all about. And I was like, her tits are out like every really? ten pages. I was like flipping through, like checking to see like, if anyone saw me. Like nipples? Yeah, yeah like nips and everything. No. I was like, I was like, yo. Wow. Keep Dude. this on the cloud, bro. Dude, keep it on the they don't keep shit on the cloud. Okay. It's crazy. Kylie's line too, like sold the F out. Kylie has her clothing line. Sold out. She there has was, a clothing line? Yeah, yeah. it's like kind of like a kitschy. Like, Kylie shop. You know Yeezy has like oh, Yeezy hats and shit. So they did like a pop-up for her. It's like Kylie gear. And Yeezy it literally money. had the most people in front of like on Fairfax than they've ever had before. Oh, Jesus. I don't get it. <laughs> Everything she touches turns Some... to gold. People Dude, are obsessed They're with like her. a weird, everything they touch turns to gold. I, They're marketing geniuses, unfortunately. Yeah. It just doesn't make any sense. I know. I wish they were smart. I know. Like, smarter than marketing. Yeah. I mean, they're smarter than everyone, not yeah. than us. Maybe we're, we're just the idiots. Maybe, <laughs> maybe they're just the geniuses. <laughs> I know. I feel hungover after that conversation. <laughs> I know. That was, like, Sorry. heavy as shit. So wait, can we talk about your love life for the past? Yeah, let's uh, let's conclude with the love life. Oh, love life. Do you love life? I do love life. Cool. I love life. Thick. I love life too. <laughs> yeah. Well, I was just um, I guess I'm not sure. I'm still I still don't know exactly what happened, mm-hmm. but um, I was talking to someone for about for several months, every day, all day. And uh, last week, he just, like, cut ties out of nowhere. What did he say? um, Or how did it happen? Well, he lives in Massachusetts. And so um, it wasn't like we saw each other all of the time. So it was more of, like, I don't know where this is going. Mm. Uh, I can't be what you need. uh, Yeah. Did he say that? Sorry. Even just, like... Literally. I can't... I really can't remember. It was all blur. But I was just, like, okay, well... I hope, like, you can find something. I don't know. Yeah. Like, what do you say? It was, I, I seriously, I'm, like, drawing a blank because it was so, like, strategic and, like, douche, douche, douche. Okay, phone call's over. But, um. Have you talked since? No. Good. That's good. Um, but what was weird was, like, this was the first time I connected with someone in mm-hmm. three years. Mm. And I, oh. <laughs> Literally. And like Lindsay knows she's feeling that real <laughs> hard right now. And and that was what was like he's probably one of the greatest guys I've had a connection with. Mm. Like legit, straight up, all around, fantastic human. Like mm-hmm. he's awesome. And that was really hard because there's for the guys who I have connected with, sort of kind of, they're some have been idiots and mm-hmm. like I totally ate that shit up and mm-hmm. he was sincere so I guess the hardest part this past week has been like all of these insecurities from past breakups or like past things have just been rising to the surface and it has nothing to do with what's going on right now but it's it's been really tough Hmm. but I've realized like Okay, I mean, I went through, like, extreme heartbreak, self-destructive. Like, I was, like, a goddamn nuclear reactor. I destroyed everything in my way three years ago, friends, family, whatever. And because of splitting up with someone, and I realize now, like, okay, wait. Like, it's okay. 
-hmm. Like I put this massive guard up for so long Mm -hmm. because I didn't want anyone to damage my heart again that like with this guy, he broke down that barrier and like allowed me to be vulnerable with Mm -hmm. him. And that was really terrifying. But um, I'm really happy that like that happened and he did that for me. He, He probably didn't even realize it. Like it was just dancing and conversation all the time was what I needed, you know, like, I don't know. So anyways, my point is, dude, getting dumped sucks. Mm. (laughs) But like recognizing that I am capable of loving someone, I I wasn't in love with him. I could have been. But and that was that's I think that's what hurts the most is knowing that I could have almost been in love. Mm -hmm. And that's scary. What would have been worse to be in love and then get dumped? I don't know. Hmm. I don't know. That's interesting. Because I've been in both boats now. Yeah. But I don't know. I'm just, I'm grateful. For, yeah, like, thank like, God you're re- feeling that. Yeah. yeah. Have you been dumped? Um. Yeah. Yeah. Being dumped. Everyone needs to be dumped. Yeah. Totally. Everyone's got to get dumped once. Well, and that's one thing also I'm, like, really recognizing. I'm sitting around. I'm like, okay, this is what he wanted. He didn't mm-hmm. want to continue this connection anymore. Mm-hmm. And cutting that connection has been really hard. But also, what do I want to connect with now? Because mm. he doesn't want to connect with me. Mm. And that's fair. Mm-hmm. But what is it about me? Do I want to connect with someone? No. Mm. I want my friends. I want my family. Mm-hmm. I want to travel. I want my career. Mm-hmm. And if someone comes in and wants to connect, then I will. But I, I have no desire to, like, go put myself out there. Yeah. Just I think that's chill. normal, especially yeah. right after just yeah. something chill. like this happens. Yeah. Yeah, you don't—because then you're filling, you're filling the void for the wrong reason. If you're yeah. going to be broken up with and you're going to find someone right yeah. away, it's, you're filling a void that's not the right— Totally. Thing, you know? Totally. But anyways— but How cool, yeah. like— Three it's, years ago, it was such a different oh, yeah. reaction. It is so true. You know? And That's so, so like, cool. in regards to your guys' podcast, like, 20s you, 30s you. Fuck, I'm even going to break it down to, like, 22 me and 25 me. 22 me, I would have gone bonkers mm. and had to get up and leave states to figure my shit out. Um, obviously, that was, like, kind of a little bit different than now. But mm. being 25, it's like, and, like, having a little bit of heartbreak, it's like, Okay, wait, no, I'm okay. Mm-hmm. You know, like, shit's going to be shaken up for a little totally. bit. But, like, everything's going to be okay. Yeah. yeah, that's so true. Being in a few breakups, you, like, realize you're like, oh, wait. Yeah. But, Life goes on. Yeah. But also, like, because I surround myself with empowered women, like, I'm capable of recognizing that I actually am fantastic. There's mm-hmm. nothing wrong with me. Yeah. Hell Yeah. Like, Krista, I would not have survived if it wasn't for, like, that constant Mm -hmm. conversation this entire week. Just Mm -hmm. because, like, you are such a strong person Mm -hmm. who constantly gives me that energy when I don't feel that way. Mm -hmm. And, like, I'm forever grateful for that. I'm always going to be there for that. I wish I could just spend my life just, like, texting my friends. (laughs) Literally. checking my friends. Well, like you said before, I just wish they got the text message from my brain. my brain. And I'm thinking about them. I'm thinking of them all day long. And I just, like, want to, every day I'm like, I love you. Yeah. I'm thinking of you, you know? And it's interesting, too, like, to that point of, like, me texting you, like, and if, most, if you haven't been dumped or in a breakup, like, you don't understand. Mm-hmm. And you got to be thankful for that because you understand. Mm-hmm. And you could be a better friend because of it. Mm-hmm. You know, and you could be there for someone because of it. Like, that is a it's gift. So yeah. True. You know, like, what was the thing? Oh, with um, Pervert. 
my stalker guy. Yeah. Our friend Lindsay has a stalker. And now she's mm-hmm. like, we're talking about it. We're having this constant conversation about it. And she's opening up to me and I'm able to like kind of tell her how I feel or tell her what I did. And she's asking my advice. And thankfully, because I was in that situation with a stalker, that I'm able to like help her through her situation right now. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's crazy. Yeah. That is like crazy. And that LA has a lot of fucking crazy ass people. Yeah. <laughs> crazy. Yeah. Fuck that. It's right? so true. It's so true. So I think like taking your situation. Yeah. And using it for good for yeah. yourself, for other people. Yeah. You know? Yeah. And knowing like how confident are you knowing that you have the skills? You're like, fuck, mm-hmm. man, this happened. And I, I'm so proud of myself I did open up. I'm so proud mm-hmm. of myself that I did find someone that's awesome. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm finding awesome guys now. That's yeah. yes. fuck. amazing. I'm interested in awesome, nice guys. Awesome. Mm-hmm. And now I know what to do to get over someone. And I know that I have all the tools and all the skills. And I'm surrounded by these people that I love. Yeah. And that it's going to get better. Yeah. Like, yeah. when it's really bad, it's, it's going to get yours better. And yours is so situational. Like, if you guys are in the same city, you would be dating. You would be together. Yeah. Which is frustrating. Even more frustrating almost. But, like, it's not anything about you or what's going on. Like, I could imagine it is challenging to, like, date long distance like that. For sure. Oh, yeah. You know, but yeah, I mean, like, I got my girls, I got you, I got Jordan, mm-hmm. Whitley, Carlin, and they were just there, like, ready, like, bam, record speed. Like, mm-hmm. I know what the fuck you're going through, and mm-hmm. we're gonna get through this together. Mm-hmm. And it's like, mm-hmm. it's crazy because breakups are almost as good as birthdays. You know, like, when you tell someone, like, like, dude, I just got dumped. They're like, you don't understand. They're like, I'm here. I've got ice cream. Let's do this. How beautiful you are. You're fantastic. You're so smart. This is going to go on our almost 30 quotes. (laughs) So true. And, like, breakups are are better than birthdays. Like, I called my dad. My dad had called me as I was on my way from hot yoga after the the combo. And he's like, so, how you doing? (laughs) And I was like, I I just got dumped. He was like, What? God, I love him. Babe, oh I'm God. so sorry. I'm like, oh my God, this is better than saying, yeah, like, like, so much happy attention. Birthday. Yeah, yeah. I love that. Yeah, people text me, like, you good today? I'm like, yeah, bro. We're, oh my God. we're working it. You're like, maybe, like, I probably need more chocolate. <laughs> <laughs> mm, I don't know yet. More wine, please. <laughs> I need another lunch. <laughs> mm, I love you. I'm this so glad you're doing one. good. Thanks. Yeah, it. I'm so proud of you. Yeah. We're getting through it. If anyone needs their photos done, don't text Anika because I need her to do mine first. <laughs> She's got a very limited schedule. <laughs> Good point. Love you guys. This love is amazing. Y'all. We'll link the articles and stuff. Love having you. Thanks. The bomb. Yeah. I love talking to creativity. This is not the, it will be Women. more. Yeah. yeah. And like. You guys are oh, screwed. Right. I'm going to be here all the time. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Literally. You're screwed, Steve. Three three against one, bro. <laughs> three, three V one, brother. He's five IP deep. Bye. <laughs> <laughs> Just kidding. All right. Love you guys. Bye, Have a great day. Bye. Somebody who